face the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. Its five-year mission to explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before. Greetings, salutations, and welcome to Retrek. I'm Captain Jim. With me, of course, is Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And Dr. Squee. And we're here to talk about the latest episode of Strange New Worlds, titled Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow. And I checked, that's not a typo. It is, in fact, a quote from Macbeth. Yeah, I was just saying, yeah. isn't it awesome? Like, again, not only is it is it kind of a really cool title, but it uh, calls back to classic um, Star Trek when they used to use kind of, uh, well, Shakespeare, yeah, obviously, like, has been throughout yeah. Star Trek, but I believe there's a few episode titles of the original series, which are Shakespeare. Yeah, like Howl Sharper Than a Serpent's Tooth. I think, I think that was the animated series, though, but... Um, I think Mirror Mirror might have been uh, from Shakespeare originally. I think there are no, a few. No, that was Snow White. Shakespeare Cat Clay that one yeah mirror, mirror oh is that mirror wall. mirror on the wall yeah oh, I, never put that. I know you invented <laughs> I never put those together oh actually you know genuinely I'm thinking of the um, the Enterprise episode through a mirror darkly through a mirror darkly yeah yeah which is Shakespeare um, but yeah no I think um, there's something about the lamb and the serpent's tooth oh that was uh, Discovery wasn't it the, the oh bloody hell okay the original well, well did go to a mirror darkly in Enterprise there was how sharper than yeah, that's the serpent's tooth yeah, which yeah anyway yes it is a quote from Macbeth I forget the exact context that Macbeth says it in but you know that Macbeth he did a lot of soliloquies <laughs> and you know unless you're know studying the... or teaching a GCSE you really don't have to remember the content of every single soliloquy so I only know the following couple of words, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow, cry the sky. Uh, and I mainly know that actually originally from, um, there was a Star Trek audio book of Spock versus Q, oh, yes. where he puts that one out. A great, great. If no one's, if anyone hasn't heard it, it is beautiful. So well written, so well performed. You get to see Lennon Nimoy really having some fun with Spock as well. And um, yeah, they're just- And you just know what, thing. just, because we're we're always looking for sponsorship from Bezos, um, you know why not take advantage of the Amazon Prime Day offer and get your three months of Audible and make Spock versus Q one of them, and make another one of them Spock versus Q the Return, and and then if you want to do the third one, you might as well get uh, Andrew Robinson's Stitching Time. Um, which oh, is when, out, when's that out, I believe, I believe it's out soon, August, it? yeah. Uh, oh, as of yet, it's only listed on the Simon & Schulster uh, page, so you, you can totally download it from there. But if you're wanting it on Audible, I don't know for definite if it's on Audible. Um, but oh, we I didn't will... know it was available at all yet, great. Well, it, it's not, but it's only available for, like, it's only listed on the Simon & Schulz. Oh, listed, so yeah. I get you. Um, but we will keep you updated on that, because that's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, so let's get into Strange New Worlds then. So I don't think we have any more Trek news, they've not cancelled anything else in the... Uh, they did take down Prodigy off the UK. Yeah, Prodigy's gone. Yeah, they so, took it down the following day. Bastards. So if you want to watch Prodigy in the UK, you can. Um, unless you buy the DVDs, which you totally should. 
and they can totally drag off not yeah. the dvds please buy those in the uh, blu-rays yes please do and the toys which there is a murph plush i saw someone giving it away really because, yeah yeah um because obviously they can't shift the merch now that it's been cancelled so i think they've just sent all the merch to like bag and bin places uh but i saw an online competition and you could win the full set of action figures uh, which didn't include uh, a few of the characters because they never got to Wave 2 because they never bothered releasing Wave 1. Uh, but also uh, a Murph plush, which we've been saying for ever that we want a Murph yeah, plush. Literally since it started. In fact, since we saw like trailers. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, the only thing I would say just uh, quickly to, on this is uh it is starting to concern me it's been a little while and we haven't got a new partner stepped in i thought this was going to be a slam dunk for nickelodeon or someone but yeah nickelodeon's owned by nickelodeon's owned by which is the yeah which is the issue i mean i suppose maybe they've probably got a separate budget for i was gonna say i think it was sort of like it was sort of like done by nickelodeon and paramount that's that's what part of the the delay was but uh, i i think paramount like oh sorry nickelodeon would have the option to buy their thoughts so so and and you like you say they're under the same umbrella but because they're separate houses like jim says they i wouldn't be surprised if prime picked it up because they've got them ongoing deals to show picard and lower deck so why not pick up another one then they'll have almost as much star trek as paramount does which they'll have they'll have as much new star trek as paramount yeah exactly Anyway, um, better interface as well. We will oh, bring sorry, you updates on the prodigy situation as and when we hear anything. But for now, yeah. uh, if you want to look for it, there is a petition out there. There's various hashtags you can use, and the best thing you can do now that you can rewatch it is if you can find any merch or a DVD or a Blu-ray or whatever. And obviously, if it's within your means, pick it up. Um, but other than that, not a real lot we can do. Where, where's what's the name? Bajur Temple when you need her to start a big letter writing campaign. All uh, I'm saying is, like, I hope they do find a buyer soon. We none of us want this thing to drag on. No, exactly. Oh, actually, if it does and it gets re cheap, we'll buy it and we'll stream it on Retrek's <laughs> um, YouTube page. There you go. That's I mean, we're talking once it gets down to like a fiver or something. So we, we've probably got, yeah. We, we so where, where's this fiver come from? It's we, budget yeah, we, up. we don't have a massive budget at Retrek, but you know, we'll put it out there. It, when it gets to a reasonable level, we are happy to buy and host Prodigy. Um, though Elliot's model studios will probably get more hits than as Prodigy episodes. Um, no, if I don't get back to my desk soon, it won't. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway. So, so Willow will said that she would have chipped in, but she only likes uh, Enterprise because that's got Porthos. That's in got it. Porthos, absolutely. Which is <laughs> fair enough, which is fair enough. Maybe that's why uh, Maybe that's why Prodigy had to get cancelled and not enough dogs in it. Um, anyway, Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow, which is a LAN episode, not a Pike episode. And I didn't time it to the second, but we are gonna we're gonna have the Retrek official Pike screen time. Well <laughs> I, I was thinking about this through the week of why we've had very little Pike. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if it's because part of, a lot of season two was still shot during COVID lockdown. And yeah, I possibly. wonder if it was and I wonder if uh, it's 
he's had COVID for a time, so he hasn't been able to get on. Or he was lo- he was in lockdown and couldn't get to Canada where the shoe take because shoe. There was issues. Right. There certainly was issues around that in some cases. Yeah. Yeah, and and they would have. <laughs> that would have been. Excuse me. That would explain why they were restricted and changing the episode order as well. Because over COVID, they had to keep to a schedule and where they were due to be, when they were due to be it. But. It's still, I, I know, I mean, there might be a very good reason, which we'll see as the series goes on, why the episodes have to be in their order they're in. But, like, at the moment, I feel like they should have swapped some Pike episodes earlier, but maybe there's yeah, a reason why. I want they a Pike can. episode. I miss Pike. Pike's I'm, I'm, awesome. I like, yeah. I, I, I'm like you guys. I want to see a Pike episode, but it isn't taking anything away from no, these it's episodes not. for me. No, I'm enjoying not. these episodes and I'm. And <laughs> Like, let's be honest. We are getting exactly what we have complained about Discovery for four seasons not doing. Yeah. We are being introduced properly to all the characters. Yeah, we are. You, you've also got a, a a good chance that if this was a COVID thing, that it might have been this was originally written for Pike uh, and they changed it to Kirk. Like, you know, you wouldn't have to change too much for well, Pike could... and Lan to get bit gets in in the yeah. past and just mm. sidestep that Maybe. whole thing of going on skip. Because I must admit that would actually make sense for something because. It is a very weird pull that you've got two episodes with Kirk so far, both alternate reality Kirks. I think this it, is deliberate. I think it's, it's a weird deliberate. way to introduce your character. Why though? I um, think they are doing it because, firstly, so they can have fun with Kirk without contradicting canon. Because if it if it's always an alternative version of Kirk, you can do whatever you want with him, like kill him. Yeah. Um, but the the other thing. I think it's so that when we get full-on Prime Kirk, I wouldn't be surprised if Paul Wesley nails the performance and we all go, wow, okay, that's why they got him as Kirk. I will say the second episode, this episode, um, I'm getting some Kirk vibe. I got none from the first performance, if I'm honest. He, he, he acted fine, but it's just there was none of the swagger of Kirk. You've yeah. got a bit of the swagger. I still have got some issues here, but uh, it's a huge step in the right direction. Like, but then, it, yeah, we've got more of Kirk in this. We still, like you say, we still haven't got the Kirk. We still haven't got what we can see as Kirk. Like Chris yeah. Pine pulled it off. Yeah, it was different, but you could still tell it was Kirk. He played. I've always he said he played Kirk, Kirk not Shatner. He did a play choice. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's bits of Kirk you can see this time. The first time we saw him, you couldn't see that. Uh-huh. No, not, which doesn't take anything away from the fact of how he acts. It's no, I think it's right. Kirk is a character. Kirk is a character that we are extremely familiar with. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we're but getting. I think there. you might be right. It's it's a strange. Tr- it's a strange choice to show two alternate versions of him. Yeah, it, it does seem still seem weird to me, you know, because because they're resting on the fact that we know who Kirk is, which I kind of don't like when they do. I, again, that was one of my kind of complaints with Spock. I feel like they're resting on the fact that we know what he's like when he's fully logical. And it's fine to tell these things, but I'd like them to have shown their version of the logical Spock. That's just my taste. I know we've gone over that, but same thing with Kirk. I'd like to see their version of the prime Kirk, then they can divide off going to different versions is relying on us to already know the character i don't feel like they've earned it yeah it 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 is but then 
that only works like if you're talking about strange new worlds in a bubble and the fact is it, it isn't it's part of the star trek franchise so we we do know kirk but yeah i know what you're saying however i feel like this is one of the um easiest shows for to be an on-ramp for yeah new it is and we want star trek to go on forever not like just within well, our lifetime and it's got a better chance of going forever if you establish your characters for new viewers i think like, it's also I think there's also another good reason for showing Kirk always as an alternate version of Kirk is that this isn't a remake of TOS. Mm. This isn't a Captain Kirk show. We will feature Kirk as a bit of fan service, but you're not going to see the Kirk you used to. You're going to see different versions of him. You know what it's a bit like, actually, thinking about it now, how they introduced Clara in Doctor Who? how we got different yeah. versions of her before we got the actual Clara. But then the thing was about the mystery of who she is. Where yeah, we know, we Like, either we either we fully know who Kirk is or we don't know who Kirk is at all, because in Stranger Worlds they haven't introduced him. <laughs> well, if we don't... But we know, because we know, because for other shows. But so for if, new viewers, again... You know, if we're going as a, new, a new viewer, you don't care but, that you don't know who Prime yeah, Kirk is. No, but then it's like, well, why are, they, why are they treating this character then with such reverence when we don't know who he is? Because it creates a bit of intrigue, like, oh, we've seen this ca- two versions of this character before. Well, yeah. ooh, that must be somebody important. I, I don't think it's an issue I for, for new... I, I think I think for long-term fans like we are, we can see this is alternate versions of Kirk, so it's not the character that we're used to yet. For someone new who is in Strange New Worlds is their stepping on point, they're not going to have a problem because, as we say, there is nothing wrong with his acting. Mm. His acting is fine. Well, so, that, yeah. so they're not looking at... Oh, he's not playing that character right because they're new to the show. They don't no, have any basis. All they're saying is he's acting and going, yeah, he's acting well. Oh, he's playing it. He's it's in another timeline now and he's playing the same character but slightly different and I can see that. Yeah, I'm, yeah. It is what it is. We'll see how it all pans out when Prime Kirk turns up anyway, which yeah, I'm sure he will. Yeah. I mean, he kind of does this episode, but not really. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. After two episodes, the first time we see Prime Kirk is right at the end scene of this episode. Yeah, and he's just on a, on a phone call. <laughs> so we don't really get a lot of him. But anyway, um, so we start off with Lan doing security things. And it's one of these nice, fun montages where she's having to go do this, that and the other. Uh, but it, I like how she's. I like a little because um, it's obviously meant to be a personal log that she's doing. How she's sarcastic about her job. <laughs> I get to meet lots of new friends, and <laughs> she's in, in between an oh, argument. And <laughs> oh, my favourite has to be though the new engineer uh, whose name I'm forgetting, but uh, Carol Kane. Pellier. She is a um, Pellier. Yeah. Not only an amazing uh, actor, but uh, just so funny. Like, you know, just this is perfect character for her. I honestly think they had her in mind and wrote around her based on this. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Such a Because if you've I seen think, her in every, anything else, this is so her to do a kind of yeah. weird, wonderful character. Yeah, like this. she's one of them people. I think she's one of them people like you write rules for her to fit into. Yeah, you get, you think, totally. Yeah, you sort of go, right, we want to bring someone quirky in. Who's quirky then? Right, we have to write it to their yeah, style. Yeah, definitely. 
and and the whole thing of having the idea that she's lived forever and just used it to fence goods. Yes, <laughs> and like and she's bought a place just in case this no money business doesn't work out. I, I love that. Just in case he says socialist utopia thing and the, it's, the, and it's, it's the calls it's, it's a fake yeah, yeah and it's like the amount of people who have uh, correctly let's face it poked fun at like how logistically would no money work uh it's kind of nice to sort of have an answer because you know some people have said it's like well wouldn't someone still care about goods and stuff yeah yeah yeah. yeah, absolutely. And she's going to be rolling in it when they have to bring money back. Um, yeah, when, the, when the fat ends. But yeah, what, but as you say, what's so much fun really cool her. about this is that they drop that little nugget of information where she mentions living in Vermont. And yeah. that obviously comes in later on, but it's done in a an amusing scene, so it doesn't yeah. announce itself well, as this is an important plot point. Don't uh, forget yeah, this. Yeah. I've got I these because I was curator of the archaeology department in Vermont. Mm. <laughs> I Which I love, when, I love when we actually see it. And all that she has is a little uh, bit of paper she's written on her own door. Yeah. <laughs> archaeology department. But, but I, I, I completely agree. I think it's brilliant. But I kind of almost wondered if they'd uh, sort of come up against this problem of like, well, well, in the past, I'll need someone there. And I wonder if this was the ethos of why they decided to make her the character, or, you know, the um, long-lived character. Maybe, And then yeah. they go, oh, this would give us so much mileage for stories. Yeah, yeah. It would seem like a logical... Because she's only featured in one episode so far, I think, kind of in the first episode. She yeah. First episode, she wasn't really in last episode, which makes yeah. sense because it was all about number one's trial mm. and she doesn't have the... Number one is already off the ship when she comes aboard, so she wouldn't know her. Exactly. And then even if she did, it would be a brand new relationship. It wouldn't have that. Yeah. 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 The other one said. So it's kind of like, yeah, it, it just, I kind of, it just smacked maybe that this was where the Genesis idea was. And again, what a genius thing, though. It gives you so much. You it's can do. a great. A dining, esque kind of thing for that. And I'm sure we'll get a lot more of it as we go along. I'm glad that they've given this character a spin. She's not just a weirdo engineer. She's a weirdo engineer with potential links to who knows what so yeah it's fun um so the time traveler turns up then and there's an attack and she says he says get to the bridge which lan thinks is the bridge of the ship the bridge. which is normal <laughs> which makes perfect sense <laughs> it does and then we get kirk is the captain again in all the because the thing is kirk was known in Star Trek history as being one of the youngest Starfleet captains ever. But Prime Kirk's a bit rubbish because every other version of Kirk becomes a captain a lot sooner. Kelvin Kirk was a captain a lot earlier. Um, Paul Wesley version 1 was a captain earlier. Paul Wesley version 2 is a captain earlier. Um, so Shatner Kirk, bit of an underachiever really compared to all these variants that are out there. <laughs> Well, Shannon version two, because that jumped ahead though. Oh, future, okay, yeah, you're right. So that okay, one wasn't. So... It was only this one is the captain earlier. Yes, okay. Here, in this, in this show. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Okay, so two, yeah, just two out of the four Kirks. So fifty-fifty. Is, is she still in the same time when she jumps <laughs> onto Kirk's bridge? I presume, yeah, so. and that is not a euphemism. <laughs> I, I presume this is the same time, but it's just the timelines changed around her. We've nothing to indicate yeah. otherwise. Yeah. 
Um, some nice details, though, like it's from the United Earth fleet this time, which I'm sure was one of the versions they tried out in TOS before they landed on United Federation Starfleet. of Planets yeah. and Starfleet. So that's nice. It's nice they've got the different badges, which are very evoke the TOS thing. And, uh, and what I like is that they kept the same uniforms and same ship and all that, which we saw in TOS, like when they did... Um, yeah. Oh, mirror, mirror. Mm-hmm. And, all that. and they had almost the same uniforms, and the ship was identical pretty much, a couple of things, so curtains some in place. Yeah, that's, kind of, that's yeah. one thing that I think doesn't necessarily do this episode a lot of favours, is that... It is the same ship, and it's still really nice and really clean and everything. So when yeah. you get Lan arguing, oh, well, your your timeline's a proper shithole, it's like, it looked all yeah, right. It, yeah, yeah, it looks like you've got exactly the same technology. Yeah, it don't look too yeah. bad. You said like, that you've had a war, but you look like you're actually winning your war. Oh, and, and let you, me throw your in. Your ship doesn't look ruined. And why is your ship built as an exploration ship if you are? Yeah, war? it wasn't yesterday's Enterprise version of um, <laughs> yeah. war, was it, really? Yeah, I mean, and all, all they really did for yesterday's Enterprise was just darken the bridge a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you know, oh, but it worked, they, though. Oh, it's it worked, hellish, it worked, but hellish. It's not like you have to spend a lot of money to do it. But um, just a quick shout-out, because, you know, I, I like to, wherever I can, give respect to this version of Spock. And uh, absolutely fine scene of him, um, like showing that uh, that the Klingon, sorry, the uh, Vulcans and the Federation at war. And I liked his little moment oh. where he was like uh, getting pissy about his loot playing. It's yes, like, that, that was, was good. That was yeah. that's how a Vulcan should get pissy is without getting pissy, just raising the eyebrows and go, "Well, I'll keep it down then." That's them outraged. Uh, you don't need to go further to get them pissy. Well, we saw that last last week, didn't we? The arguments between yeah. two Vulcans. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's much better. I, I hate when they overdo the pissiness of Vulcans. You've got to play it somewhere, and that's... Yeah. Well, they've had to... Like, Enterprise didn't do the Vulcans any favours with that. No, they were pissy. Yeah, no, pissy. it really yeah. didn't. Um, so they end up back in the 21st century. Does it specify a year? I didn't think it did, but I may um, have missed it. Right, it's definitely... I think it's 2022... Because we have at the end, no. Romulan says that this should have happened in 1992 and I've been stuck here for 30 years. True. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'll give you that one. But I thought it was meant to be near future just because it. Um, no. Because uh, the bridge sounded a bit space age. I think it was meant to be after the events that we see in Picard season two. Um, because that finishes with Dr. Soon possibly getting involved in the Khan project. And as we see at the end of this episode, the Khan Ooh. project has progressed. Oh, that doesn't somewhat. work then, because cause if it's 22, and I'm sure, like, I mean, Picard was definitely in the near future. They So they, maybe they, she's just been imprecise she, by saying 30 maybe, years. Maybe she's been stuck for 30 Romulan years. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a nice That's one. always a good excuse. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> I like we'll that. go with that. I like that. <laughs> yeah. There's a nice little joke where Kirk thinks it's New York, but she says, no, no, it's, um, it's Canada. And it's like, yeah, it's we Toronto. know you use Canada to stand in for American oh. cities. Oh, still, like, the best thing here is, like, they... Uh, and I can't believe they didn't... Like, they, they got so close to saying the line, but Kirk is from Iowa and out of space now. Yes. Yeah, like, that was yeah. very all I wanted, good. All I wanted was for them there to is... not have called it the Iowa, to call the ship <laughs> something else. And it's like, I'm from out of space, not Iowa. 
Yeah, that would have been. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was nice that I was born on the SSS Iowa. Yeah, that was great. It was nice, but I saw one of the jokes so much I wanted to call them to call the ship something else. Now the thing I most noticed about these scenes is that there were billboards for a film called Blood Train. Now, I, I want to see Blood Train. I think, Paramount, can we have Blood Train? We might forgive yeah. you for cancelling Prodigy if we can have Blood we, Train. No, we, 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 won't, we still won't forgive you, but we'll enjoy that. We'll enjoy watching Blood Train. Yeah. And I want Blood Train to be a sort of like an extra on this series of Stranger Worlds and to star the whole cast of Stranger Yes, Worlds. yeah, all playing yeah. roles within different Blood Train. People. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I yeah, like yeah, it. completely yeah. different characters, yeah. Be great. Yes, um, that's what we need. One of, one of the other earlier points which happens here. Uh, now, I think the first suggestion of this is in the changing rooms when they're getting their new clothes. And you've got Lan uh, turns and swoons over Kirk. Yeah. This is one of my main problems because, as I say, there's a lot more action to Kirk in this one. But the whole thing of Kirk was the kind of like the uh, romance came from him. Now, I understand why you want to get rid of a bit of the sleeves of that, because let's face it, to modern eyes, probably the way Kirk was, was a little bit not un-PC, let's just say. However, what I think would have been really interesting is to have him making a move on her, her turning him down, and then them getting to a place of mutual respect. I think that would have been really much more interesting. It's sort of like they still want to make Kirk the ultimate hot horn dog. But to put it on the well, women, and I, I think that does a disservice to the female characters in a different I think, way. I think though you set this up at the start of it that Lani's actually feeling quite lonely in a role that she, yeah, she's feeling ostracised of that. Oh, I that. So, she, so she's actually found. So Kirk, she's actually attracted to, her, and it doesn't exist in her universe, so she feels safe. Yeah, there's I, an element of that, saying. but it is very. It is very leery the way he gets his top off and she's just like, Ugh. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's about she turns around bit. and bites lip almost. It's like, I'm sorry, but she's meant to be this hard-ass chief security. Even if she fancies a guy, I don't think she would lose her shit quite that much. Just Maybe not. She goes like, very girly very quickly. Um, and the, I think the thing is we've never, and to an extent what Elliot said does back this up, but, you know, she works yeah. on... The Enterprise, which has a lot of good-looking guys on it. You know, this is not an ugly cast for a television show. God, no. <laughs> and we've not seen her do this before. Um, but, yeah, maybe... Frankly, I'd pluck them all. Maybe it is it. this thing about Kirk being different. But, yeah, I thought the, the leering at him while he's getting changed scene was a little bit... Maybe a little and, bit oh, over come the on. And I, I do feel like you've got to find a way of having that swaggering Kirk... This, he doesn't swagger like he's very charming and i think he kind of like but he's he's very charming in a very respectful way which sort of like isn't kirk i'm sorry you you it's too different to the original character yeah he's almost been that circle. almost been a little bit chased in this one like you know yeah it, it becomes a rom-com which we'll get to you it know, does um, i do enjoy though when he's playing chess that's that's really good. Mm. So I think one of the things that people... I have a problem with this. I'm sure, but uh, we'll get to that. I'll just finish what I was... Not the problem you probably think. Oh. <laughs> Let's let Jim finish. But yeah, I think, I think one of the things that people forget about Kirk because of the way we think of Captain Kirk as a pop cultural icon is that Kirk is an exceptionally intelligent character 
And I think somehow that gets lost in amongst all the Shatner impressions and the womanising side of it. True. But it's nice to see that here where he's like, you know, he's brilliant at chess. He's a tra- Presumably he would be a chess grandmaster or the equivalent if... They well, probably don't even have them for also, 2D chess anymore because it's just such a, a well, kid's game. Well, it's, it's chess well, for dumb play, people, 2D chess. Well, it, it plays into him uh, playing uh, chess with Spock mm-hmm. when he beats Spock at 3D chess. Yeah, absolutely. So what's the well, issue? My earlier? problem, yeah. yeah my issue is, right, he's playing chess to win them some money, okay? How did he get his stake for the first game? I thought of that. It must have been something like I said, I'll bet you my jacket or something. So that was quite a nice jacket they just nicked. <laughs> yes, that yes. nice. It's still got the tags in it. Exactly. You can take this it. back <laughs> and they'll give you $200 because it's... <laughs> and if you want to get away without paying, there's a little trick. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I think, think it, like I, I, it must have been something I, like that. Yeah. That's my only issue with the chess part, actually. Yeah. Fair. I did not think of that. Now, I have an issue with the hot dogs. I've got one, but let's see if it's the same. Okay, my issue with the hot dogs is I have never seen a hot dog vendor in my life who gives you a hot dog in a whole meal bun. I was thinking about that then. I was thinking, is this just a Canadian thing? Could be. It's just because it, the Canadians do some strange things with some of the meals. I have no, no objection if you prefer a whole meal bun, but a fast food fair, hot dog I, that you're lashing all the mustard and tomato yeah, sauce on, I, I just don't think it'd be in a whole meal bun. The, yeah, but the Canadians tend to like to keep themselves a bit classier, don't they, than the uh, Americans? So I could see, so I could see it being like a proper uh, decent sausage, freshly made, yeah. In yeah. a nice, uh, in a nice homemade bowl, and okay. not, not like not like you, you get for your American hot dog vendor. You roll over even, hot dogs that you get at the cinema, or even, or, or even your hot dog vendor that you get in Leeds City Centre at two o'clock in the morning. Oh no, not that guy. <laughs> oh. I, I, I had I a different exactly problem. Who you I had a different problem, and I'm almost like I almost don't want to bring it up as the vegan in the room because everyone's expecting it, but. I assumed when she initially turned down the hot dog, they were going to do a bit about, like, because in the future it's all replicated and none of it's come from an animal or anything. Mm, yeah. I thought she was going to be grossed out of that. It just seemed weird. I, that, I, like, I, 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 I get it. Kirk's been that. in war. Kirk's been in war. Fair enough. He wants a hot dog. Fuck it. Like, yeah, he, 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 this is the only pleasure he's seen in a long time and probably rations are very tight. I get that. But I would have thought she'd be a bit more grossed out by that. Yeah, like a line about like, oh, it's from a real animal yeah. or something. Yeah, that. Yeah, I, I, I thought that's where they were going with it when she wouldn't take it at first. But to be when fair, she, when, she, when, she, when they didn't go, when they didn't go down that route that she was vegetarian or vegan or something, it's just no. I just don't want someone to eat that. You bought me. Hold on, you're stranded in the past. You've been on duty, so when did you last eat? You've got some money so you can have some hot to eat and and get some clothes and find somewhere warm to stay. So why are you suddenly ch- turning down some hot to eat? It, it didn't make any sense when you don't put why she was objecting. Yeah, to yeah, 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 I agree. And it just seems like, I mean, I, I would assume everyone in the... The episode, I think, in uh, Time's Arrow... I think Guinan makes a, like, or it might be Troy. Actually, it's Troy to um, 
the author um, to Mark Twain, she says about like everything's replicated, so no animals die and all this. I, I'm pretty sure she says that no, no animals die now because we can make flawless meat without. So why wouldn't you? Um, so yeah, just I don't. Know. It just it, if if you've never eaten an animal in your life and no one you know has, to be I fair, think it though, might be a bit gross. Would be a bit weird. In, t- in TOS though, we still got uh, cooks in a galley, haven't we? Yeah. So we we haven't got full replicators. Lands full replicators. from one of these like far flung colonies. She's probably eaten gone. I was going to yeah. say she probably actually. I've kind of answered my own question. I thought about. It, I've just realised. Probably would they they were fighting the Gorn, they were kind of like survivalists, so they probably yeah. Didn't have to in go. fact, that's probably, probably why she turned it down. She, pro- she probably prefers a hot dog raw. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. probably why she turned it down. She's like, oh, pig meat, it's horrible. I only eat like big reptile meat, like you know. or, 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 she, or she was like. Um, yeah, no, 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 I can't, I can't, because she got used to saying that on the Enterprise where everyone judges her for liking, you know, animals. Like, she, she's fine with it if an animal got killed for, for her food. Everyone else is like, going, oh, that's just so gross. Here she's going, no, no, I shouldn't. Wait a minute, he's okay with it. Party yeah, on. oh, here we go. Let's go, let, let's go to the all-you-can-eat buffet. But it tastes exactly the same. Don't care. <laughs> so, yeah, um, so then the... They have this sort of debate about Lan wants to fix the timeline, but Kirk, rightly, at some point, is like, well, hang on, that'll fix your timeline, but it'll get rid of me. I could just do nothing. I honestly thought the bit where he realised that his brother was alive was the bit which was going to be the turning point, but it didn't seem to be, which was... No, I think that was sort of the first first sort of step of it, but... I think he's got a perfect... He had a perfectly valid point. Hold on, if we do this, that keeps your timeline. But who's say yours is the proper timeline? Why is yeah. mine not the proper timeline? Well, that's easily answered because Guy from Future changed it. So, like, there is an answer to that. But I, I, it is an interesting philosophical question. If you came well, from, from his worst, point of view, if you came from the worst shit, however, um, insert town name which you wanted this here. Grab then, then the yeah. One. Would you would you want to uh, Portsmouth? Obviously, Southampton. But uh, if you did, would you want to, yeah, give up everything you knew for a chance of something better? But it's, philosophical question. Yeah, but I mean, but it's not, is it? Because it you don't get to go live in in this scenario. You don't get to go live in the something better. It you are. She got re- the offer. He replay. got the offer. Yeah, she was like, oh, I bet we can do that. It's like, nah, I don't think you can, Lan. Nah. Well, it was sort of at that stage I was going, yeah, he's going to get killed. <laughs> that, that was the only time yeah. when it kind of <laughs> showed its hand a little bit. I thought it was kind of nice. Actually, you know, what you guys were saying earlier, I do agree. It is a nice thing when you do have an alternate Kirk, it means he can die, which adds that jeopardy, <clears> which <throat> you were saying about last week, Elliot. It's, you know. Yeah. If, if they're the characters you know are already surviving, then. Yeah. 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 I've, so well, it was the first episode, wasn't it? I've seen you all five years le- five years later and onwards, so I know that you're going to be fine, whatever happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so the added stakes are good. So I, the I bridge like blows up, and he meant that sort of bridge land, bridge. not the bridge oh. on the thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he double made it. He sent it to the bridge to go to the bridge. 
I'm not being funny, Maybe. but we've all made that mistake. We have. We've it's gone an... to the wrong bridge. We have, yeah. Oh, I was just at the park earlier. Someone shouted, duck. I was like this, and it turns out just some quackers going Yeah, exactly. Oh. This is the problem with this silly, imprecise language that we have. Um, anyway, so the completely not dodgy woman turns up and shows some pictures of it all. And to be fair, I didn't think she was going to be a baddie. I no. thought... I thought she was channeling like a little bit of that Sarah Silverman's character in the Voyager two parter. Yeah. Uh, well, I was thinking you, this is classic. End. Yeah. This is basically the classic time travel to present day for Star Trek. So you've got it's usually Kirk and Spock, but Kirk and Lan in this case. Yeah. Uh, you've got uh, uh, yeah familiar city. You've got uh, a person from that time who helps them out, which you always get in them. It was beautiful. Yeah. Like it was actually really nice. It's like. Sometimes it can be too much like other episodes, but I don't think this was. No. But it gave us enough that it, fan feeling of it, like something familiar, it, which is nice. Yeah, it looked like oh, this we've seen this before. Yeah, yeah but to like, give that turn like, at the end where she turned out to be a baddie, I which, thought it was really brilliant. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't we should have known that's coming because Star Trek's never remade an episode ever, ever, ever. No, <laughs> no, Ent- Enterprise wasn't ninety percent that at all. No. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's, we find it was good. It was so great to use our own. It was like a kind of a judo move to use our own power against them. Yes, our knowledge of Star Trek led us to believe what was going to happen. Yeah. so much because they followed so many beats that when they went another way, it, it was using our own power yeah. against us. Great. And they, uh, we find out this Kurt can do the nerve pinch, which is quite nice. And but they explain it straight away. In the toilet. Yeah, you can make plum eat soup for the sun. But, but it's good that it's one of them where you go, oh, hang on, why can Kirk do the nerve pinch? Oh, that's why. Okay, they explain it straight away. That's okay. Yeah. It may be my favourite um, delivery that he gave in the whole episode, though, the way he said plum eat soup, because mm. and I can almost make plum eat soup in the toilet. <laughs> it just yeah. sounded so excitable. Yeah. It was just great. And then you get the best scene because of driving. And it's, yeah, oh, we get the driving. It's, it's Lo- very Kirk. Lots of driving. And Kirk going just nuts behind the car. It's like, did you, notice how it, <laughs> did you notice how quiet the streets were? So you could tell it was filmed during COVID still. They were very that. quiet, yeah. Um, I, know the the clearest, only... I know the clear streets for filming, but you still get normally something. I'm also going to mm. add, though, uh, you know, if that was Prime Kirk. And you had said, to him, and he had said the line, "You better hold on to something." You know there would have been an innuendo to follow it up. This just shows it's not, it's not pulling his weight. Yeah, he's not, not quite go. got it. Um, and then, yeah, so they they sort of befriend this woman, and she gets him off from the cops, which I thought was a really cute scene. Um, I like but, how she uses social media. Yeah, absolutely. And, and it makes you wonder what's going on here because. Like we said, twenty twenty two. Because Picard is twenty four, so if it's a bit after that, we've got like the stuff going on with ice or whatever mm-hmm. in America sh- should be going on by then. So you've got this hatred towards uh, Americans yeah. and the police. Yeah, that's the police discriminating in, 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 against an American. And she uses that. Oh, you, he's a civil right, an American civil right lawyer. Yeah. So you've obviously got. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Think of, have you guys seen The Handmaid's Tale? It made me think of that. Because no, of I that. haven't. Yeah. Well, because because America has basically become this land called Iliad, where they just subjugate women. 
in Canada, there's loads of American refugees and they're hated because these are people who still identify as Americans. Yeah. And they're, they're, they're basically become a refugee problem. It's a very kind of similar uh, yeah. idea. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, there's this bit where she shows them the pictures and we get a classic Romulan bird of prey. So it implies that she's probably from around the same time as Lan, but then we do know that very similar-looking bird of prey were in use all the way up to Picard. So I was going to say she's got to be at least in the uh, um, near, in the near future because she said about she talks about well, Kirk's legend. So yeah. it's got to be after Kirk comes well, becomes a captain. Well, well Lan won't recognise that bird of prey because it was in TOS. Yeah, that exactly. Bird of prey. But Kirk yeah, so does. I think we're talking TOS, late TOS yeah. maybe, because so, Kirk's got a legend, so I think it's going to be later in his yeah. uh, original five-year mission. Yeah. Um, and then I like the bit where... So they, they ultimately go to see Pellier. She remembers Pellier in Vermont. They go see her. And when they're talking to her, so she's not an engineer, but I can help you make something that'll detect them. And this was my favourite line from Kirk, where he says, I guarantee you this is going to be insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and, um, yeah, they're all set up, and she's kind of just believed them. And the guy's like, uh, well, we need an engineer. Then why did you come to me? It's like, I'm a retailer. Yeah. <laughs> It's just genius, <laughs> and it worked perfectly. It was just such a nice touch. It made me giggle I like, so much. I like the line when they're going on what they needed. I knew anything about maths. Pythagoras was making up all this bullshit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we get the romantic scene where they're walking and they're talking about everything, and this to me oh, sorry. felt... Sorry, go on. Very quickly, sorry, no, just on that point, sorry, just just put it together in my head. Very good week for Pythagoras because I, it's no spoiler. He is all over the Dial of Destiny. They talk about him from the very first kind of frame. I haven't the, seen it yet. No, no, but that's not giving anything away. They, they he, he is prominently talked about from the beginning. Okay, so yeah. it's not a spoiler. I wouldn't well, do that. If but do it's quite funny. <laughs> you don't no. hear anything from Pythagoras for ages. They're two <laughs> things in one week. Well, we need a third one so it makes a triangle, and then Pythagoras would be happy. So we'll Keep your eyes peeled. we'll wait well, for the if third. We're go- if we're going back for a third thing, <laughs> I just wanted to point out if anyone hadn't noticed the thumbnail for this week, I, I just couldn't help myself when she showed the picture of the Romulan spacecraft to them. I've just nicked it from the X-Files, I want to believe, and superimposed. Yes, which I've got oh, that. Romulan bird of prey. I've open. got that poster on the I wall. I your... Yeah. I, I thought you were going to say that you snuck in a small Pythagoras into the photo. No. <laughs> mm. um, so, yeah, the this lovey-dovey scene then. So we get, like, Lan saying, oh, it's because you don't... We have that moment where she realises he doesn't know her name... And so because of that, she doesn't have to be as guarded with him. And this is where I think this Kirk is different because he he sort of plays stupid like, you know, I don't know that reference, oh, I don't know that reference. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, oh, actually I do. And I just could not see Shatner's Kirk doing that. He's too brash yeah. and confident. Like he'd, he'd never play the fool to make himself look a little bit more vulnerable. He'd just well, be like... Yeah, he's a very vulnerable version of this yeah 
Which yeah, makes sense because he's from somewhere where they're at war. It's from a different timeline. I will give you yeah. that. I will give you that. If they show the like again, it was nice though. Like, the first performance, it was just so removed from anything Kirk. It's like, what's the point in making it Kirk? Whereas mm. this one, you've got shades of Kirk, but he's different because of the time. So yeah. yeah, that makes sense. As long as when we see the prime Kirk. I'm sorry, I want a bit of lechery. I'm sorry. I don't mind if the women turn him down if they maybe pop a joke about it, but you've got to have it in there. If You you can't just put it all on the you, women to fancy You him. want a female space alien, and the only way... Uh... Kirk can save the universe is by sticking his tongue down the throat, basically, don't you? Yeah, and then she slapped him. I don't mind that. Again, make a joke out of it, but he's got to be that. Yeah. It's just him. I'm sorry. He is someone who uh, woos the women one way or another. Or you could do it in a more respectful way somehow. But, but it seems like they've just removed that element wholesale. So far. But, yeah, we'll see. So far, yeah. And then they, we find out that the the woman who showed him the pictures, blah, 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 is actually a Romulan spy. And for me, this really treads the fine line because as Elliot has alluded to in the prime timeline, they don't know what the Romulans look like famously until Balance of Terror. And we've even reinforced that in the finale of Strange New World season one. And... So in this, in this version, we've got... Kirk knows, presumably, what Romulans look like. He knows the ships, presumably. They, I they, know, yeah. They rediscover well, they're them. the Romulans. Yeah, they rediscover them a lot earlier in that timeline. Fine. And he makes reference to the ears. So you can just about get away with it at this point that Lan now knows... She's not allowed to talk to anyone about it, which is fair enough. Lan now knows that Romulans have ears that are in some way different to humans, but other than that, she doesn't know anything about what the no. Romulans look like. So that, that's fair enough. It just yeah. about gets away with it. Yeah. And then... I didn't even think of that, but yeah, that makes another sense. Another thing that this is an hour Kirk, he tries to bluff her, and she calls his bluff and shoots him, which Shatner Kirk would have gotten away with that you know, that was his thing, like the Corbinite manoeuvre, you know, it was yeah, Kirk, Kirk could bluff things. Mind you, she's from the future, so she probably knows that Kirk bluffs things. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's a very good point, actually. She, like, like, yeah. like she, she does make point of that she she's annoyed with herself because she didn't recognise Kirk and she should have done because he, he's famous. Yeah, that's a really good point. She, yeah, she probably knows, oh, I read about that Corbinite thing he did. There's no way yeah. we'd have fallen for that. You see, th this is another thing. Everyone fell for the Corbinite move. They, they did. pulled that off three times. Yeah. Um, yeah, and this kind of reinforced my point, though, because I th feel like you have got the wild card, Kirk, like the wildness has come to the fore a bit more in this performance. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the first episode, you even had his brother Sam going, it's like, uh, uh, Pike Carson was like, oh, it's, uh, it, it's um, I hear your brother's a bit of a wild card. Oh, full deck of them. <clears throat> and then that performance was the most stayed, most kind of like together, yeah. uh, very yeah. kind of like, what do you think? Like he was, he was deferring to Pike to see what he thought. It's like that. That wasn't a wild card. No. Whereas this version, he gets to drive cars really fast and be a bit. It's definitely yeah. a bit more there. Yeah. Yeah. That. They're I mean, they're definitely up to something with it. Yeah. That they keep showing us alternate versions of him. And yeah, I wonder if they are going to keep doing that for a while. It maybe could be so. Fun, yeah. Like, you know. And at it, this it, point, I do enjoy the fun of it. At this point, we get. 
a sort of in-universe explanation for the retcon. We've already talked about how they retconned when the eugenics wars took place and everything. And now we get kind of an in-universe explanation that things still happen, but they may not happen exactly when well, we originally thought they did because the timeline keeps sort of well, resetting itself and redoing things, even if well, Spock, minor parts Spock, are changed. Spock, Spock tells us about that and explains it in 2009 Star Trek. He does. Well, he, he tells... Because he says time is elastic. Yeah. It likes, to pull its, it likes to pull itself back into shape. Yeah, and that's what... <laughs> so we've never had this within the Prime timeline. The, the approach to sort of Star Trek canon, at least within the fandom, has always been that the, the Prime timeline is exactly how things happen and changes to it are either immediately reflected in it or are put back the way they were by the end of the episode. Whereas I think what we're getting now, and, and this ties in with new theories on time travel anyway, like the, the way scientists have theorised about how time travel might work has changed since the 60s when they first started doing Star Trek time travel. So I'm actually happy with this as an explanation. And... It still I means like that all everything we've seen on screen still happened. Happens. And when Spock said the eugenics wars happened in 1992, that was true. But at some point, someone's changed something, and the eugenics wars still well, happened. They still found Khan there. It's just some of the background details well, changed. Well, she does. She does say, doesn't she? She says that there's been time wars fought to stop this. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, and that's a lovely call. Like, even there's, though Enterprise wasn't our favourite, that's a nice callback. It is, yeah. yeah. But she makes reference, all this has been fought and all that. And what, we're, what we've, been, we've been doing now is we do it in minor things, but all we're managing to do is keep delaying. Well, I've really we, enjoyed we've, the... We blow up a building here, we do a terrorist yeah. event there, but all it's doing is delaying what happens. Yeah. It isn't stopping it. I also like the fact that they kind of like in Deep Space Nine, they kind of justified there's so many different reasons and uh, cause and effects of time travel in within Star Trek. So they go, it's like, is this meant to be a predestined uh, time paradox? Is yeah. it meant to be one of these? This is meant to be yeah. like, and they list all the different types of time travel in Star Trek. It's like, nah, way to clean up the timeline, fellas. Like, I, yeah, I know it's your job in the show, but you kind of did it out of the show as well. Though. Yeah, and I, I really like this as an explanation, and it means that we get to... I, I do think we're heading towards a can eugenics wars, whether it's a movie, whether it's a show, whether it's a miniseries. It's an audio original. Well, there was talk one of That's the SETI Alpha can thing, I think. But anyway. Well, there was, there was talk of... Nick Nick Mayer, when there's first relaunched the Star Trek universe, yeah. that there was ought to be a can spin off one that would be mm -hmm. se separate. But it does make sense if you're going to be doing pushing these things, and if the se especially if the Section Thirty One movie works, that you can put these things in separate movies. Yeah, exactly. So... And, and, they've, and they've now cleverly here because we're assuming this is. We're working out this has got to be after Picard, which was 2024. Yeah. So we've probably got to give it a couple of years after, possibly even more, because of the age of Picard by now. Mm. When he, 
when somebody's gone off to start working on eugenics. So this is possibly 2030. Possibly so, yeah. I would so you've got to give her 20 or 30 years in the future before he's going to be old enough to have a eugenics war. Mm-hmm. Which in... I would also give them... Sorry, go on. No, I was just going to say, it's like uh, the, when they uh, brought up a... Uh, a relative of Khan in Strange New Worlds. It's kind of like the it's sort of unheard of to leave it this long into a show before you land yeah, it yeah. a bit more as they're doing. I kind of like the fact that they and maybe it's partly obviously because they've got ten episodes a series, but it's nice that they can wait series in. There's still loads of stuff they can bring in the third series. Whereas I think one of the problems, for instance, with Enterprise was they got impatient and because they felt hand-tied by keeping to the past. They start bringing stuff from the future, like you saw the Ferengi earlier than you should have. Yeah, you saw, yeah. well, you saw well, all the baddies earlier than you should have. Well, they went the wrong way, didn't they? In the first, like, initially Enterprise, the first season was meant to be pretty much on Earth as, this, as they got ready to go into space and all politics and building oh, ship it? and all that. Yeah, yeah the original draft for Enterprise was the first season was off to be on Earth. But Enterprise should have been a lot grittier and they shouldn't have had all the things that we used to seeing in Star Trek, like the phaser cannons and everything and transports brought in in first episodes and shit. I mean it was there was some there's some nice ideas, but the problem was it's I think that they um they were too slavish to keeping everything kind of in the past, and they didn't really find a way of keeping that more interesting than the toys we know they usually yeah. have. Whereas I think Strange New Worlds has done a good job of incorporating the kind of look, but still making them badass, the weapons like, and everything. It wouldn't surprise me if it was a studio except that said you've got to make a prequel show. Oh, yeah, and sure. That, and that they never want, because it's really... Like, pre Strange New Worlds is doing really well at it. Discovery... Did it awfully? Was awful as a prequels to show. Yeah, it can't be much better since it's gone into the future. But that's due to writing, which is completely different. <laughs> Kettle of fish. But if you do a prequel show, you've got so much future stuff you've got to take into account. You scratch because you can't do this to that. You can't kill off this character if. The actor you've hired is, isn't popular, you can't kill them off because mm. we know that they exist in future. Yeah, yeah. it's. It, I'm not saying that applies to any characters in Strange No, but, but. Yeah, my thoughts okay. on prequels are it creates problems straight out of the gate, it, it makes writing harder. I, I don't know why yeah. they do it, to be honest, but anyway. Yeah. If you but this is a great example you, that we're watching here. Yeah, this is a good. This, this is an example, example of it done wanted. well. Yeah. Um, anyway, then, so then we get the scene, and this is basically a dramatic reenactment of the "Would you kill Hitler as a baby?" moral debates. That is, to all intents and purposes, that is exactly what we're getting here, and. Lan's answer is no, because he's a little boy. He hasn't done anything yet. And also, I, I would probably disappear from the timeline if I did. But um, but I, I really like that we get to... You know, Star Trek, they often talk about how it's used as a metaphor for certain things. And the fact that we get to have a practical example of one of the most sort of famous philosophical questions that we have it's oh, just really I, cool 
I'm just going to put out there Doctor Who in the eleventh, uh, uh, sorry, the twelfth Doctor did do it with Davros. I'm just saying, but yes, they but did. it was a very, it was very nicely yeah, done, did. and and I did like the fact that there was that moment, which is kind of very reminiscent of um, uh, of the oh god, I'm gonna uh, yeah, uh, the episode with uh, Joan Collins in it, City on Edith Keller, City on the Edge of Forever. It's very reminiscent of Edith Keller where they've got to watch her die. They've got to mm-hmm. choose not to save this kid. She, like, Lance, got to decide that he's where he's got to be for the future to happen and for people to rise up against and for the Federation to happen as a yeah. result. And like a, a counterpoint to the eugenics war. All that goes away if she saves this kid. And she's got to choose to leave him there, even though he's begging to leave. He's kind of begging. And she's got to keep him on that track. I I, I love that yeah. kind of bit of sweet kind of No, thing. it's great. And it's also worth pointing out that this is the first time we have had a brown-skinned actor playing Khan, who... Yeah, he doesn't. You know, he didn't look anything like Benedict Cumberbatch. What the no, hell? he didn't. Or Ricardo Montalban, <laughs> for that like, matter. Actually, yeah, at least he was... A Spaniard, like at least he had some sort of swarthy look. Just white card. I'm sorry, is the biggest. That is the worst. That's the worst. I still say. I still make. Well, there is a comment. No versions were uh, were uh, culturally appropriate, but I think to make it the apart uh, from the this version now. So no, 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 no. I'm I'm just I'm just really glad that they've done that, and this is 21st century casting, even though you might look at him and go, well, he doesn't look like the version of Khan that we see. It doesn't matter. This is what Khan is supposed to look like. So yeah, yeah. Okay. I, yeah he looks this, like an Indian this prince. Is what, which is this is what someone from this is what someone from that country actually looks like. Yeah, you don't put boot polish polish on the face. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, no one was saying that was a good move, but like. Uh, at least with the wig and stuff, they, right. they sort of gave him some approach. To they the tried uh, like, for the like, time. To be fair, apart, apart from Tropic Thunder, it pretty much ended in the sixties or seventies. I'm just and saying, like, what was it? Two thousand twelve when we had Into Darkness. Two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve. Yeah, yeah. In two thousand. We'll, we'll say 2011, give them the benefit of the doubt by a year. But, like, in 2011, they thought it was a great idea to recast Khan as the whitest guy ever, Bendit Cumberbatch. Like, even the name, like, just screams white. Oh, the Cumberbatches. Yeah, they're, they're a nice uh, Indian family. Yeah, it was an interesting choice. Um, <laughs> but yeah. but there we go. So, I'm, I'm just it's a little thing, but I'm just glad that they've done it. And they've done it unapologetically. This is what Khan looks like. Yeah. And this is that's what Khan it. looks like. He's Indian. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So anyway, Lan makes the decision, goes back to her own time, and then we get the Department of Temporal Investigations, which I know there's spin-off novels and all sorts about. And I do think I that'd be a, a TV show that someone would welcome if we got a Department of Temporal Investigations TV show. Um, it's a nice update on on the temporal uh, investigations because as well because like when we saw them don't get me wrong I love that the trials and tribulation I yeah. love the guys as the temporal agents but it's a bit more sophisticated like you know they just sat back in a chair like which like their 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 desk has appeared in in her room you know really nice she great performance and really great written that. Um, they just so matter of fact about like, oh yeah, the reason why we're here, well, you don't know about it is because we don't exist yet. It's yeah, just, it's great. Yeah, I, I did like that. I'm from the Federation 
Department of Temporal Investigations, we don't exist yet. <laughs> I, w- I would like to see this character become like the equivalent of Sloan in Deep Space Nine and maybe pop up once a season. Or, da- or Daniels. Or Daniels, yeah. Pop up once a season, give Lan another mission, go, well, you already know about us, so we might as well use you as an asset yeah. now. And then we can have a crazy yeah. land time travel story once per season or, or what have and you. Can go, and she can go, like, if you do that as well, you've got the lovely thing where she starts, it, a time mission always starts on the Enterprise, but an alternate one. And yeah. you can pick a different crew member and they can play a different oh, character for the week. I, yeah. I was going to say, every time she picks a different Kirk, because that's just become her thing now. Like, whatever yeah. timeline she's in, she grabs a Kirk. <laughs> yeah. And then that's how it finishes with her calling Kirk. And it is quite a nicely acted emotional scene. I mean, Kirk's wondering what the hell's going on, but it, but this is our Kirk. So Kirk's probably also thinking, hey, this... Yeah, and she does ask. He does ask her out on a date. Yeah, this good-looking security officer's ringing me out of the blue. I like this. Like he does immediately ask her out on a date, which is very good. Yeah, I will say that's probably the most swaggerful performance that he's given yet. Like, and maybe that is what they're building to—that the prime version is going to be that. But again, that sort of reiterates my kind of weirdness that they're showing us different versions first before they show us the prime. But anyway, but yeah. It does show hope that he's a bit more of a ladies' man, the prime version, which would be nice. Yeah, and uh, I think they need to handle this carefully. Like, I don't mm. want Lan and Kirk to become, like, the ultimate doomed star-crossed lovers. Not least because when we get to Space Seed, wouldn't Kirk go, oh, he's got the same name as my uh, beloved um, yes, on and off girlfriend. Well, well, so, well not, not if every time she goes off on a time mission, she gets off with a different if Kirk. If it's a so different Kirk and she so never... She, so she... Chip with Kirk, but our Kirk never knows it. Yeah, that would yeah, be I mean, interesting would, if they it... keep Prime Kirk and Lana apart, but she has these... Which yeah. keeps getting off with all the other ones, but yeah. I mean, they don't get on when they make. It, it would be something if, like, you know, he's there going spicy, going like, Union Sing, Union Sing. Did I shag your great grand? I'm sure I shagged her. I'm sure, yeah. See, yeah. That, that just proves that it can't happen because he would have definitely used that as leverage against Khan when oh, he was we've already his... crossed that. We've already crossed that Rubicon. Like, you know, when. When, like I, I raised it the other week, when Spock uh, nicks the ship in uh, Menagerie and they go, oh, such a thing, like Spock would never do. Oh, yeah, did a few years back under Pike. Yeah. Don't, don't you remember? No, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's... But there was no one on it that time. Whereas, anyway. oh, there's, so, there's so many examples of where, yes, there are. where they have reused characters. And it's like, this is the poison challenge for me. It's it like, is. That, that's that's, that's the problem with prequels. I have a feeling that they will be careful about this one because the, the Kirk Khan dynamic is such a big, famous thing that's known outside yeah. of Star Trek fandom. You know, everyone knows Kirk and Khan are mortal enemies, and I think it'd be playing it a little it, bit too close to too, the wire to do that. It's too much pop culture to have these two get involved and then him not know the name later. Yeah. Uh, especially well, she... It, it, especially, like, she's already said here, I am infamous because people know who yeah. my great-great-great-grandfather was. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I would even say, well, and in the first episode, he has to look up who that is, but we won't go to that. But it's like, I would already say that. Yeah, but that people I mean, who served with him know who, who, who he was. Yes, yeah, but I'm just saying, it's like, I I will suspend my disbelief in everything. And certainly from this one conversation, he wouldn't necessarily rem remember her. But it's still a little close to the wire for me, the fact that she was on the Enterprise and what, he hasn't read up on the ship that he, he's taking control of and the, the past crew and things like that. It's, yeah. It feels like he would know of her. And, you know, it seems like everyone else knows who Khan is apart from Kirk, apparently. Well, I mean, not to relitigate Space Seed again, but he does know who he is. He just doesn't realise that the person they've got on the ship is that historical that figure. Um, Which there would be no pictures of anywhere. Well, You'd no. never see it in the history books. Well, no, because the history books were very dodgy in, in that point in any way. Oh, no, no, they do, they do use a nice line every now and again, saying it's like, oh, the hollow recordings back then were very primitive. Yeah. I think they used that as and an excuse before. So They we'll do dig that. out a picture of him eventually. But anyway, um, so <laughs> that wraps up the episode. Um, what do we think? Are we going to get a Pike episode next week? So I made it two minutes, if that for Pike screen time this week there's not a lot uh, there's one part that we haven't covered that I do like at the end of this which goes back to their bridge they've got a oh yeah Priya they've got Priya and Pike's doing what she said originally which was I'll leave this for Captain Pike to decide yeah and then she goes leave her alone mm. just let it slide because she's better in the past. Yeah, because she's then. helped her in the past. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, it was I, I, I do question the logic of that because a, th there's got to be some space wars there, and b, like where that, like that was taking up a shuttle bay. Like, but hmm? Pike's got to have some issues with this. Well, I, I've also got another thing. Is Priya now going to realise this is the same land that she met several hundred years ago in Vermont? Maybe, but then, I could also then, see that then, character being forgetful. Yeah. I, do, I don't think she's forgetful. And mm. she's talking about uh, Pythagoras and, how, and all that, and those people she's been with, like, thousands of years Yeah, ago. maybe. Or, or, or did the, um, the time agent lady, uh, you know, I, I like to think they finessed the timeline after it's the main rupture's been fixed. I like to think they smooth the edges to make everything maybe. like the original so maybe she isn't aware of those events mm, maybe. No, i like to think that i like to think that she's now going to mention it at some point i would like to see that and, and all that and then you could have a nice you could have a time adventure romps with them too because she already knows as yeah well. that could, she could always meet pellier at a different point and it turns out she actually <laughs> met her. it's like every time she has to go back to past earth she gets her help you, you mean like uh means each other out of order like uh the 11th doctor and river song i'm just saying doctor again like just just it's quite good at these things well, it is, but, yeah, I mean, you're not going to come across many time travel things that Doctor Who hasn't covered at some point. Oh, and yeah. and I, I should say, like, I've always said, like, Star Trek and Doctor Who owe a lot to each other, like, through... And I, I just want to Star Wars and all of them. I just want to commend this episode as well. Go on. Because what they did, did happen. It did. It was <laughs> a time travel story that happened. That yeah. was... That happened. It was not undone at the end. I don't that know. That is really rare. 
you sort of say that, but the time agent does kind of indicate because she says it's like um, you must mention this to no one, including uh, Pike, which suggests she thinks that the oh, fuck. I'm gonna forget her name again. The engineer lady, Pallia. Ah, Pallia. That's just maybe that Pallia doesn't remember. Like I, I, well, I got the feeling realize, of a reset on this one. Well, let's find no, out. I'm, I'm thinking that she maybe doesn't realise that she's gonna met Pallia because she hasn't properly debriefed to everything she did. Hmm possible but I'm it sure might be a reset one out. though that's what i'm saying it this might is be a reset re- that this is a bit of a a retcon of the star trek timelines mm-hmm. which i have no problem with done because mm-hmm. i think they've done it really well but this episode happened it did unless did paramount it? plus decide to remove it next week which you never bloody yeah. know um so we'll wrap up there then do we think we'll get a pike episode next week I think we're old. I want to say, I, I think I we old one, but I don't know if we'll get one. No, I don't either. I wouldn't be surprised if it's in the Menger episode. If, if my theory, <laughs> if my theory is that he hasn't been able to film a lot because of COVID, I wonder if we might get a full-on Pellier episode. Maybe. Well, it might be that the earlier episodes are because he literally had COVID though, so hopefully yeah. he's getting better by this point. I'm going to say a Pike episode. I'm going to believe. I'm going to... I yeah. want to say... Let's have a Pike, Pike episode. episode. Okay, so in the meantime, you can get in touch with us. We're at RetrekPod on Twitter, where if Twitter is indeed still a thing. Um, where email, you can email us, RetrekPod at gmail.com. We're on all the social channels... Um, including Retrek Model Studios, where Elliot builds Star Trek models and beyond Star Trek models. A bit, bit of all sorts, but I need to get a video out. And then we've I got... get a video out this weekend. Oh, yeah, we've got my toy box, Kingy's toy box on YouTube, where I look at toys. And yeah, got it's, not, it's not an X-rated uh, YouTube uh, channel from us. Uh, I just want to assure everyone, I had words with... Uh, Kick it at the weekend, and he's going to start using screw cutters. Yeah, yeah. Because they did traumatise me. With I that. apologise. I have no problem. I have no problem in ripping the boxes open, but the screw cutters. I've, I apologise for anyone who I offended by the way I removed the weapons from the sprue in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, if that hurt anyone, I I do apologise. And Doctor Squee, what have we got coming up on the Doctor Squee show? <coughs> Well, Dr. Squeeze show, Tuesdays, 7 to 8, sw20radio.co.uk or drsquee.com, uh, where you can get the YouTube version. Um, yeah, a uh, bit of a kind of more serious one than usual, but uh, I'm going to be interviewing uh, the founder of PH Level, which is a uh, Welsh-based organisation who actually hunt paedophiles and brings them to justice, expose them to social media. Something different. I do like to sometimes um, handle these kind of tougher subjects. It's it's interesting. But it will be done in sensitive ways. But if you're of a sensitive disposition, it might be one for you to miss. Uh, but, yeah, it, it should be interesting to hear about the work they do. Excellent. And, yeah, we will see you next time with more Strange New Worlds. Uh, thanks for trekking with us this time. We will see you next time on The Retrek. Thank you. Goodbye. Drag off LLAP. Rawr.